Hello and welcome to the Fire Up Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Trapin. I'm so thrilled to share a new mini-series here on the podcast called Spill the Tea. Join Molly McKinley and me for conversations about being intentional and confident in uncertain times and beyond. Molly is the CEO of Intentionalities and host of the Afternoon Tea Podcast. So in honor of our shared love of tea, pull out your sassiest teacup, brew your favorite tea blend, snuggle into your coziest spot, and listen in on this hour of togetherness. Get ready to hear us sharing ideas too, best practices around, and of course, highlighting our favorite people, brands, and initiatives, positively serving humanity, and sprinkling joy over their slice of the galaxy. Without further ado, let's spill the tea. Hello, hello friends. Hello, hello friends. Hello, hello. We are trying new technology today. See how we like it. This is StreamYard. Uh, So far it's pretty similar to be live, except you have to, you know, of course, pay for all the stuff that I already have with BeLive. <laughs> but that's okay. We're, we're having fun trying new things. That's the season we're in, right? We have time to try some things that have been on the back burner. And this is one of them. We've all been using Zoom to do a Facebook Lives and you need that whole webinar tool. Did you know that? In order to use Zoom for an actual Facebook Live, you need the webinar rooms? I, I actually do because we are looking at that for our webinar for Rate My Agent. I know that you're going to be a guest um, but we're really trying to get that platform right. Um, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. So what what I've learned, and we can let's talk about this since it's come. This is the beauty of spill the tea. It's like what's on our mind. Oh, let's talk about this. The thing with Zoom that I didn't like for the Facebook Lives is it didn't feel like I was in someone's living room. It felt very business, right? Mm-hmm. And so for webinars, I think it's great. It, it's very clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can, if you if you pay the extra forty dollars a month or whatever it is to have the, the access to the webinar rooms, you know you can add you know, spiffy things. Yes. Um, what I love about BeLive, which is the one I think we'll we'll go back to for spill the teas and for the woman up Facebook lives and things like that, is that you really can add personality in your background. Yeah. And I love that. Like this is this is just the basic. This Streamyard offers the same thing, right? It offers this background right here, which is you know kind of all yeah. seasons <laughs> looks like berries and leaves and which is great for us. Yeah, <laughs> uh, totally works for us. It's like tea leaves back there. Uh, but the, the ability to do the, the fun kind of personality side of things for the Facebook live conversations is pretty important to me. And so I, I think we'll go back to be live, but zoom is great for webinars and training and it's just, they've got it down. Yeah. You know, and, um, I, I've been watching and enjoying the memes going around about people being zoomed out, you know, and, you know, again, this is, this is it. All of a sudden we're like, how do we communicate? And now everyone is over communicating and I've spent all day in meetings on Zoom, you know? Well, yeah, it's so, it, that is so true. Uh, I was talking with a fellow work at home professional. Yeah. So a fellow solopreneur, who, she's like, I can't get anything done. Like all these people who have, you know, jobs that they can no longer go to, all they do is be on Zoom all day. She's like, I need to get stuff done. Yeah, and it's, you know, protecting that time is so important. And that rolls so beautifully into what we're going to talk about today. But let's do what we love to talk about the most at the beginning. What's in your cup? Oh my gosh, bring that closer. What 
I know. Oh, it's like, hold on, let me see. I think. Yeah, this is a fish, and um, it is. Look, I made you the. the look at that. <gasps> wow, look at. I'm like, I'm big on the screen. So yes, this is um a one of the that I believe I got when I lived in San Francisco. Um, but it's really beautifully handled. This the water is carved away, so it's the negative that actually creates the design. Um, oh my gosh, I love it so much. I'm yeah. married to a Pisces, so. Uh, that's supposed to be my best. That's supposed to be my most compatible sign. I'm a, I'm a, hey, where did you go? I'm, it's just me now. Oh, hold oh. on. I'll come back. I'll come back. <laughs> like, hey, I don't want to look at myself. Oh. I wanted everyone to be able to see your beautiful cup. Um, <laughs> now we're normal size again. Um, yeah, I'm a Scorpio. So Pisces is supposed to be my most compatible sign. Although I have never been with a Pisces, so I have no idea. Well, what's so interesting as a Leo, Pisces is either really great yes. or it's either, yeah, we're either boiling or steam. <laughs> yeah. which is so true and what's so interesting is so many of my besties and, and my husband are all Pisces oh and so it's like I take the relationships that take work and are totally worth every single second I love that yeah well Daisy is a Taurus and then my children are Taurus 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 Tauruses so we have uh we've They're got bold. two Scorpios and three Taurus under one room so wow yeah good times yeah Oh my goodness. Okay. So what and what are you what are you sipping? Did you tell I'm us? I'm actually having um wellness tea. Oh, this yeah. is a yeah, a beautiful blend um of chamomile and um has lavender and some rose hips in it. Super yummy. Um great for it's good for all the things. Um, but this was a blend that we actually had to make in tea bags for the leading RE um oh. conference. So we hosted the um their tea room there and had wellness tea because their theme at the conference was uh, wealth, wisdom, and wellness. Um, I love that. I do too. Yeah, it was so good. So I love Stephanie. I, I love what she does. She's, she does and what she's doing and where she is just plucking in her feminine energy. It's so amazing. I do. She's yeah. one of my favorites. And actually, um, one of the things that, um, you know, you know, I know um, one of the the themes always is action. Like how do we take action and support each other in the women up world and for each other, right? Move as women, like taking action for each other is her cousin, Athena, um, is a nurse and has brain cancer and her cousin's friend, Angel, is also a single mom nurse with brain cancer. And oh so she um, has these GoFundMes going around. And so I'll, we should post them here yes. um, because if there's a way to love on nurses right now, you know, these are two actual people who need us and our community right now. So um, oh, I love that. Yes, yeah. please. Let's, de let's definitely do that. I've actually seen some really beautiful things in my stream about helping uh, healthcare workers as well. And one of them was I, my niece actually sent it to me on Voxer last night because my mom in her, my mom lives in a trilogy community in California. And so a lot of the ladies are making what is, the masks. What is a trilogy community? Trilogy is like a, a planned community for active seniors. Oh. I, I call it like a cruise ship on land. Oh, okay. <laughs> like they have multiple community centers and pools and indoor walking tracks and restaurants and you know, that kind of thing. And yeah. people drive around in their little golf carts. It's, it's awesome. I mean, it's a beautiful, it's a, it's a wonderful place to be able to age in place if you don't need, you know, assisted living kind of yeah. in, in assisted living environment. So it's kind of the stage before that really, where you have great community, it's gated, that kind of thing. Yeah. Anyways, a lot of the ladies there um, have mad sewing skills. And so they're sewing up masks and, and there's, there's so much 
you know, you need to check with your local hospital before you sew masks. Yeah. Some of them have very different requirements, but all of them require something to go behind the ear. Right. And so this thing that my niece sent me was that nurses are asking for people to make them headbands with buttons sewn on the sides so they can hook the masks to the buttons because their ears are so sore and raw from having to wear the masks 24 hours a day, seven days wow. a week. And I thought this, these are the things that none of us would ever think about. Oh my God. Crazy. I mean, I know how it feels when I wear my sunglasses or I have to wear my, my regular glasses too long, or I'm wearing like a traditional headband and it's putting that pressure behind my ears. Like yeah. I'm such a baby when it comes to that. Oh, <laughs> like, I thought, oh my gosh. So I love this idea. Uh, like pretty much anyone I know yes. can purchase headbands and sew buttons. So yeah. like checking in with the, the local groups in your area for things like fun projects like that is such a great way to give right now. Yes. Um, give up your time. That's so beautiful. I love that. I'll make sure to drop that in there as well. We have so many amazing faces and friends here. Oh my goodness. And, and actually uh, some Canadian friends. I see Marianne's oh. here and Steve's in here. Oh, I, actually <laughs> because because I thought it was happy hour. I said, we're always happy. I, I actually get to see some comments. I couldn't before. So this is fun. Yes. Well, StreamYard, if, if, if uh, there is, I guess, a process that people can go through yeah. to kind of approve. And so once they do that once on any StreamYard, you can see who's in kind of who's in the stream. Oh. So um, oh, Andrew is here. Andrew Flacker. Hi, honey. honey. Love you, Andrew. Yes. And the lovely Stacey Gibbs. Oh, I love that. She always is in the stream. I know. She's good. She's She's, She's such a supporter. Our number one fan, right? Yes, I love it. Um, okay, so let me share what's in in my cute oh, yeah. mug today. So I I wore brought my um, oh, shine bright. I love shine that shine bright, and I love this because it also has a gold handle. Oh, fancy! It's so fancy, and inside, um, I don't know if you can see it, but see the diamonds. I do see the diamonds. So, oh, right, shine bright like a diamond. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm actually drinking uh, a black tea with fresh vanilla in it that I get at Ooh. our local. Uh, it's called PCC. It's like a, a local farmers co cooperative. Mm -hmm. uh, it, PCC does stand for something, but I can't remember exactly. Uh, but it's like, you know, the vegetables are with all grown within a 50 mile radius kind of place. Yeah, I love that. And they, <laughs> it was like, I don't know, maybe two months ago, this full on looked like he walked straight out of the 60s hippie. <laughs> sitting, kind of like, with like the long beard <laughs> and the cool like um, suede vest with the beads and like the whole get up. And he just was so Zen that we had to stop and talk to him. <laughs> and he was pouring his beautiful homemade, this beautiful tea. And it's, I mean, I wish I would have brought up the container so you could see it. So, I mean, it's just beautiful botanicals inside of it. Aww. It was so good. And it, it's one of those teas that you really just want to smell. I know. Right. You know, there, there are some teas that really taste great, but they don't really have much of a smell. This one is, it just, it's so yummy. It smells almost like, I'm just going to, the, many of the guys, unless you have a little sister or a big sister, you would know this, but it kind of smells like a cabbage patch doll. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I was nuts about cabbage patch dolls. I mean, like really. Like, I was too, um, Donia Madel was my first cabbage patch doll. Oh my gosh. My she was a Gabriella Ardora or something crazy like that. I know we remember them. Uh, my second one was a preemie boy, and his name was Ozzy Wilt. Oh, Ozzy. And oh, crazy, like, fact here is my niece, who is such a big piece of my heart. Her name's Aubrey. Uh, she named her son Ozario, and we call him Ozzy. Hmm. And so it's just that. like this. Oh, I love it. I love that there's a real Ozzy in Swirling. He is the cutest baby, and he is so happy. And oh. he has eyebrows that 
I can't, I don't even know how to explain it, but his eyebrows have so much personality. Yes. <laughs> already, already. I mean, he was born in October. His eyebrows already have more expression than most people have in their entire lifetimes. <laughs> That's so funny. It's funny, like those little things, like, you know, like I, yes. Anyway. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, I babies. love you. Oh, babies. Well, and you know, that, that along with what we we're talking about earlier is a big part of, you know, we, we've been getting a lot of questions and a lot of, Hey, will you ladies talk about focus? Yes. And, you know, we talked about how do we remain calm in the chaos uh, yes. last week. And so this week we really want to talk about some of the things that we do to really wrangle our focus, right? The, the, I, I like to say it in my world, ditch the senseless hustle and find our focus in such a time as this, where there could be one other or seven other people and animals underneath your roof. Uh, yes. Or 11 chickens, a duck, three goats, <laughs> ah, yes. and three teenagers. And a partridge. <laughs> like, um, don't forget about me. I'm like, but she doesn't count as distraction. So you're oh, Stacy. Yes. She's, oh yeah. No, she's a, she's a co-wrangler. Right? <laughs> she's the sheep wrangler around here. <laughs> Well, and, and I think that, you know, it's interesting. So I don't have children uh, and it's one time where I can, th there's a benefit. I mean, there's a lot of times where I really, you know, there's, there is a sadness and, you know, I, I wonder what I've missed out on not having children of my own. And I think now I'm okay with it for the what? next few months. I'm okay with it. <laughs> like, was drilled home for you when we were talking earlier in a previous meeting and I showed you outside my window where um, my kids, I'll, I'll post that picture because. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send it over to you. It's so hilarious. Yeah. Well, are you going to tell the story? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, my, they're outside playing. Um, I'm, I'm, we're in a meeting talking and my daughter is texting me on the phone and is outside my window, like yelling at me, you know, trying to get my attention. And my son has a construction cone on his head. So I'm not sure even one where he got it. Like an orange, a huge, tall, orange construction cone. Like yeah. where does one get, I, like, I really want him to explain himself. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably <laughs> illegal. I don't know. On the back, he had it on his head and he's like, and you have the, the laptop held up, but the camera held up so I can see them outside. And, <laughs> and I'm waiting and they're literally waving back. I'm like, this is such a weird time. It is a weird time. A weird you know, like, time. Here's the difference, right? That would have been going on. That's always been going on in my yeah. world, right? But yeah. I would have ignored them and I would have just just kept going on my merry way. Like I am super professional and we're having this conversation and my blinder would have been up to the craziness all around me, right? Because I felt like I didn't have a choice. Like that was my job. But now I'm like, you know what? We're all in the same boat. It's like, it's like that. And I think that's the reason why that video of that newscaster where his, you know, where his baby, the kid comes in dancing yes. in the background and then the nanny comes and, you know, it's out why that hits such a chord yeah. is because for most of us, it is this business as usual, you know, like the show must go on. Like I've got this. And now I think we all have a pass to, you know, like most of my meetings, there's a baby on someone's lap or a dog, you know, or, you know, and it's just one of those things where it's kind of like, you know, we've been talking about this forever, that bridge between professional and human, yes. you know, is now like we aren't two people, you know, and I'm curious to see what will be the fallout with real estate pros who have, you know, had this very hard line of 
my Facebook personal and my work, you know, Facebook, what's yes. going to happen with that when you're having client meetings on zoom and they, and, and the kimono is open. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and I, you know, I think, I think when you need to have focus, yes, you can find the focus, right? I think yeah. that when you're having a casual conversation with someone and you are where you would normally be meeting them at Starbucks over a cup of coffee and there would be distractions around you, I think that's normal. Yeah. I think those conversations translate well into the, oh my gosh, check out what's going on with my kids outside. It's, it is different though. You have to learn how to, to focus as, as human, but then also if you're engaging other people and you're teaching them something, finding a quiet space is pretty important because it's hard to learn from someone yeah, and there's a zoo happening. <laughs> that, that is that's real. So typically, you know, we have an office space that we rent, and that's that's actually where space is right now. Um, but today, you know, I just needed to be here. Um, so, you know, but it is one of those things. At least you have it if you need it. I like yes. to go right on my front porch. You know, like I can get outside, and you know that really works for me. Um, but you know, I think that is finding that that spot where you can put the. Um, you know, the sign on the door, you know, do not disturb. And actually right. I've been seeing that meme going around, uh, not meme, but I've been seeing those posts going around Facebook right now too. Um, even my friend, um, Heather, her daughter had created a, a, a little sign and she has a, a clothes pin that she can move based on her activity. So the top one is, you know, on a phone call. The second one is in on online school. The third is vibing with my friends, you know? And so she moves the clothes pin based on what she's doing. Yes. Uh, and her, basically her, you know, um, disturbability level, if you will, you know? Yes. Like, so that's not a bad little, um, you know, tip from a um, freshman in high school. You know, we can all apply that, you know? I love that. Well, you know, um, Two of my biggest go-tos, two of my biggest tips or hacks or whatever you want to call it. The first one is I do different things in different places. Okay. I can't, I find it hard to focus on everything in one place for me. And so I know to, to your point, like you focus better to, uh, on your writing when you're on your porch, I do, there's yeah. that place, right? And you probably have a couple of, at least one, if not two, reading nooks or a place where you can go where it's a comfortable chair you've got good lighting there's a spot for your you know tea or wine or water or whatever right like and so be kind to yourself and think about what activities you've got that you all have to do as a business person as a parent uh your kiddos and think what what place can we focus the best with this activity. So for the next everyone's reading, where's their reading spots? Yeah. And it can kind of, you can kind of gamify it if you've got little ones or, you know, gamify it for yourself, <laughs> whatever, you know, but for me really having different places in my home to do different mm -hmm. things. And I, um, let me go this way. Can you see the ladder? I can. Yes. This is something. So I used to go into a different place to do my recording of my podcast. And now that the family now that there's more people in the house, um, I'm, I actually, I'm doing it in here in my studio. Uh, and I got the, I pulled the ladder out of the garage and it is so perfect. I put my laptop on the top. I put a little tray and my beverage and all that stuff. And I can, it actually lets me use this. Can you see that? <laughs> <laughs> like my roommate's studio. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
that used to be kind of set up in a, a, just a different a different space. I and mean, we have a big house, so it was, but it's a space that Andrew uses now, right? And so this allowed me to say, hmm, I don't, the, where I used to do it doesn't work right now. So I'm going to move it in here and I'm going to bring in this other thing. And it's been kind of fun using the ladder because I'm looking at the old paint splatters and going, oh, I remember when we painted that color and that house. And like, there's some memories attached to it. So I think it's okay to not be doing everything in the same spot or where you've always done it. Yeah. There's different le levels and layers of focus. Um, and the second thing that I do in particular, it's right now, I cannot show it to you because I am using it. But <laughs> how many real estate conferences have you been to where they have those little, the little plastic, um, they're like fake ice and they have the, sh the flashing lights in them. Like yeah. in the cocktails. So I save those. Okay. I bring them home and I use them as my in-studio light. So whenever I'm doing lives, it sits outside my office, my door. Oh. And it flashes. So Andrew knows, don't come in. That is brilliant. And it's so much fun to like push a little button and it's flashing. I mean, it, it feels very professional too. So what do you I have in it. your life? A ring, you know, one of those flashy rings from an old conference, a button from an old conference. I mean, there's, we all have that crazy flashy swag. We so do. Use it. Wow. <laughs> that is I'm like trying to, you're like, where's mine? I know. I think my kids already, they already take it all, you know, so I have to find it somewhere. Everything is like community property. That is so funny. So what is, what is one of your um, favorite, favorite hacks, favorite tools, favorite tips? Yeah. Well, I actually um, have been doing some pretty great breath techniques um, for focus. Yay. And also um, I can share a very beautiful um, candle meditation um, to actually help develop the brain for focus. Um, All right. So, so grab a candle, everyone. Let's do this. Okay. Do this. I'm, I'm lighting my candle right now. Okay. And I have my candle too. I have actually one of our um, peace candles here. Um, Yay. Lucky buggy. Yeah. It smells pretty amazing. Yes. <laughs> um, um, so the key with this um, is to try to have it at eye level, right? So like, Again, this is like all the ways that we can hack at home. You know, I'm going to, I don't know if you can see my camera here. I actually just for fun, um, I'm probably gonna burn my house down. I put it on top of my uh, mug here. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm hacking this. Okay. Um, but you know, a taper candle is really great. <laughs> yeah, this is the um, being inventive here. Stacy's having a heart attack in the other room or in the, the office. Don't, not go yeah. over. Almost the fact that I spilled wax all over my keyboard, that would have been delightful too. Um, yes, given the fact that my computer is my livelihood. But anyway, the, um, okay, so taking your candle and trying to have it about eye level here so that you can actually, um, and I'm gonna just put this to the side so I don't burn the house down um, while I sort of guide you through. But you take the candle and um, the flame of the candle is going to be the place where we set our focus. And so just softly with soft eyes, Buddha eyes, or like half, you know, like, yeah. you know, like, I know, like little Buddha eyes, um, like, um, you know, so they're like a, like a three quarter shot, if you will, you know, but we're going to stare at the flame and just hold that stare on the flame. And then you're going to close your eyes. And you'll notice that you'll be able to see the imprint of the flame. And so we're gonna hold that imprint of the flame, the reversed image. Usually it's black, or it might be, it might be an orange or yellow, but usually it's a black. And then we're gonna hold that there in the space between our, our brow or our mental mind screen. 
and hold and focus and keep that flame in the mind screen until you can't. And you may notice that that flame begins to travel around your mind screen. It actually may become, um, it might flicker. It may get small and small until it's gone. And when that happens, then just bring your focus, your, open your eyes, focus again on the actual flame. Oh my goodness, this is amazing. Yeah. And just continually repeat that cycle of opening the eyes, gazing at the flame, shutting the eyes, holding that reverse image in the mental screen. And just repeat over and over and over. And you'll notice that as you practice this, right, because these are practices, that it gets easier and easier to hold that bright flame in the mind screen. Um, and we're starting to strengthen the muscle of a focus by doing that practice. So I love that. You know what? Um, I love real candles for this very thing. I mean, I have some of the, you know, the kind that you turn on that are battery operated yeah. kind of like the windows and stuff for, yes. you know, for the glow, but mm -hmm. there is something so romantic and grounding about an actual candle flame. Totally and I love that. <laughs> So I wrote about this. I talked about it in my podcast. Um, uh, was it Friday? Saturday, Friday or Saturday about I like, I have a really hard time calming, calming and quieting my mind. Mm. My mind is always thinking of something. I am an idea storm. Yeah. And, yeah. and I love it. I mean, I love that part of me, but I also crave calm in the chaos of my mind. <laughs> and I think that's why we connect so well, because I would probably describe myself exactly the same way. Yeah. It's such a, like, I really, and I want, I, the older I get, the more I truly want to nurture my mind. I want to nurture this glorious gift of being an idea stormer. And I, um, I've had to adopt tricks, right? Like I, I talked about the scrunching of your toes, right? Like it is one of the only activities that you can physically do where you can't think about anything else. Like your mind doesn't think about anything else when you start scrunching your toes and try to move your big toe, like try to move your big toe. Yeah. And focus on anything else. You can't. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> and and I love to do like I, I'll do that throughout the day when I'm on one of my five minute breaks, my my Pomodoro, my focus breaks, which I'll share in a second. But I this having my candles, I always have at least two or three lit on my desk. But having this new ritual, this new practice of closing my eyes with the flame. I love that. I was actually seeing, and maybe it's because I'm a, a newbie, but I was actually seeing this beautiful kind of black circle with kind of an orange around it. And it was like floating up into the right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Floating up into the yeah. right. Well, and, so, and, and when it does that, you can actually like bring your focus back and pull it back. So as it floats, pull it back, right? So then you move from being the witness or the watcher to just the flame to start learning to pulling it in. And that is actually, that is how you can start to have a true meditation practice mm. it's that before, right? I love that. So that's good stuff. I love, I love hearing that, you yeah. know, in yoga class, one of the things that we do is um, I teach a lot of kids yoga too. Well, not, not now, but I have, and um, to try to get to independently wiggle each toe. Yes you know, just the big toe, then the second toe, you know, because most people that's again, body mind connection. Yes. And it's not easy. Can't do it. They can only move them all together. But then you can start to independently wiggle each digit is, um, is also really good mind work, brain work. Yeah. 
So now everybody's wiggling their toes and trying to do them independently. They are, yes. And, and I love it. I mean, this is what we need these techniques. We need, you know, I, I think there's there, there are plenty of people out there, Molly, right now that are teaching people how to make money virtually. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of conversations out there about, you know, like moving your business online. And, and I think that's all so important, mm -hmm. but it has a place and it, and it only deserves a percentage of our focus, right? We, this, this gift of all of this time at home without the commutes, which I know that there are parents out there who are like, I miss my commute. <laughs> You know, I, I, I was reading a ton of books, like are listening to books, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, there, there's a lot of things that are shifting and, and I, I feel like there's, we have a very small pocket of time to make sure that we don't let work take all of those hours. Yes. That's, that's beautiful. We need, we need to fill those pockets of time with these beautiful practices, with this self-care, with these moments where we, we're actually allowing our, our brain the opportunity to relax, to focus. Uh, and I know that you taught us some breathing last week, uh, Wednesday. Do you have, and you kind of teased about some breathing. So are there focus oh, breaths? Yeah. Are cool breaths? Yeah, yeah. This is, another, this is another really easy um, breath technique um, in yoga. The breath work is called pranayama. And the reason why pranayama is so important is because um, it's when we start to learn to control our breath, we can start to control our nervous system, right? So okay. yeah, yeah. So this is, that's the subtle science behind it. It's the pathway to emotional um, intelligence or emotional control. Love it. Um, so a beautiful breath to practice is just breath awareness. And, you know, the, the Latin word for breath is spiritus, which I think is remarkable on its own, right? Yes. And so when we think about the true origin of the word breath, spiritus, you know, and we close our eyes and we just feel the breath coming in the nose and out the nose, we can start to connect to this idea of, you know, visualizing the air you know, and visualizing the path of the breath, you know, noticing if it flows freely um, through the nose, through the chest, through the belly, you know, can we pull the breath into the toes? You know, can we bring the breath from, you know, like starting just to notice this relationship with the breath um, and embodying this notion of, of in spirit with the breath um, and just then being able to cultivate that gratitude practice with our breath. And it's really just as simple as drawing awareness to something that happens without us really having to consider very often. And especially right now with coronavirus and, and it affecting breath mm. and remembering, you know, spiritus of what breath is and the power of breath. You know, we can even imagine sending our breath and breathing freely and easy for somebody who may be struggling right now. Yeah. But any kind of energy exchange like that and awareness to our breath has potential profound impact. Um, and I like to practice this when I'm in the bath, you know, just again, sitting there and just breathing and filling my lungs and my belly and my body. Um, so it's, there is something, there's something else special about breathing big, deep breaths when you're in the water, isn't there? It, I, don't, I don't know what it, it, maybe it's just the fact that you're weightless, if you will, in the water. And so, um, you're less aware of 
all of the things on your body because your body isn't encumbered by clothes or anything. You're just like laying in this beautiful fluid space. But I love doing that. And I remember, do you remember as a kid, filling up your belly and just like floating in the tub? Well, I was a, I was a scuba diver, right? So in, oh, I did not know that. Yeah, I haven't done it for a long time because of sinus issues. But um, and there's CJ. Hey, CJ. Um, one of the things that you do to regulate your your body is inflate your lungs and belly with air as a scuba diver. Um, you know, and using those cavities, if you will, of uh, that's what they are. The belly and the lungs are cavities of or containers for air. Right. Um, so not just the pack on the back, but really having that body consciousness of, of the functions, um, which is really beautiful. And actually, I don't know if physically does the air go into the belly. I don't think it does it. I don't know. As a yoga teacher, we always cue to go into the belly, but I'm like, I know you inflate the belly, but I don't know. I have no idea. But that is, I love learn. That's so much fun to learn because I do know so often that is well, and, and here's, here's a, 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 a woman confession and maybe you guys feel this way, but I, I just don't feel like they do. I, I remember, so I'm a vocalist and I had to learn how to how control my breath and how to sing from my lower diaphragm and not my throat. Yeah. And I can remember be, I mean, I was, this was in high school. I was in a Chanteuse choir, which is basically a bunch of women singing acapella nice. yes. every single, uh, just unbelievable power in mm. The female voice just the range is incredible and i remember feeling like i didn't want to breathe so my belly looked bigger like oh yes it didn't want to and and i remember having such a internal battle with myself about that like my how who cares if your stomach's flat you're singing like but like this is something that i think a lot of women do battle it's like breathe in my belly make, make myself look bigger like Cause we're so taught to be so small, like take up small space, cross your legs, pull yourself in, you know, but this is one of those instances where it's like, sit up, stand up, be tall, take the breath, let your whole body open up to not only breathing for yourself, but um, standing in, in sacred space, holding sacred space and breathing for others who can't. That's so beautiful, Molly. <sighs> well, it's, you know, it's one of those things that uh, just even doing something like that for two, three minutes a day, like it builds yes. up your soul with gratitude, right? Um, yes, yes. I mean, the first thing I, you know, I, I sh I've shared this before, you know, the first thought that I have when I wake up is, what do you have for me today, God? And I smile. And I'll tell you, the last couple of weeks, I've been breathing in and holding it for 10 seconds. Hmm. Because I read, <laughs> it's, th this is like this, for such a time as this, there was this, you know, a way to test if your lungs are healthy or if they're compromised, mm -hmm. just to see if you can hold your breath for 10 seconds without coughing. And so now I have this like, okay, can I hold my breath for 10 seconds? And, and I feel such gratitude after I've done it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's 10 seconds. It's not like I'm holding it for three minutes underneath water, but yeah. it's just this, this mental um, relief mm -hmm. that comes from that. And you said something last week when you were teaching us the breathing about how like when you're pregnant or if you have other things going on, like to Heart not, breathing. to not, was it, was it not hold the breath or not? Yeah. Yeah, it's they're called contraindications, and people can Google it. It's contraindications for breath retention or something like that. Google that. But you know, things like heart disease, pregnancy. You know, you just don't want to be retaining breath um, for any length of time. It's fine for a couple minutes, for a couple seconds, and stuff. Yeah. But you just don't want to. You know, I remember one time. Um, you know, even like most people, like they just sort of breathe here, very shallow in their throat and the upper part of their lungs, and they have these really deep, shallow. Um, excuse me, like shallow, like 
sipping breaths. Yeah. And so when you really start to learn how to body breathe and like really pull that breath into the back yes. you know, and fill up those lungs, you know, every part of the lung, the top part, the mid part, the low part, and then, ex, you know, ex, you know, exhale it all out. It's very, very healing. Um, well, I know we, talk, we talked about it. I, I just looked up her name to make sure I was there. Remember we were talking, this was probably a couple months ago. It wasn't on a spill of tea, but we were talking about um, the lion breath. Yes. And um, I literally <laughs> had to go and look up Greer, Greer, Greer Childers is her name. Yes. And, and how I had never taken such aerobic breaths. Yes. No, it's, it's not good. I would prefer not to demonstrate it because it's not a pretty breath. <laughs> no, no, we can drop links. We can drop links. Yes, but, yes. There, but I think what I, I, I think ultimately well, like when we're talking about how to truly focus and we're, we're actually talking about how to learning how to breathe again yeah. Yeah. And, and actually finding different ways besides a, a guided meditation or a solo, you're on your own, shut your brain down yourself kind of meditation, you know, learning how to use something that we have in our home, a flame on a candle. Uh, but I love this idea of learning new things, right? right? Learning new ways to do things that we've maybe done over the years. We've tried meditation or we do meditate. We've, we've been breathing since we were born, but are yeah. we really breathing? Well, the thing that I said that hooked Stacy um, on, because, you know, we met in a yoga studio. She was a student. And I know that you're not supposed to be with a student, but um, she was. But I, one of the things. Naughty that, girls. Um, <laughs> Naughty girls need them too. I know. I just turned like five shades of red. <laughs> um, the, um, one of the things that we say in yoga is that your inhale is my exhale. Wait, my exhale is your inhale, your inhale your exhale is my inhale, right? Yes. So it's this beautiful exchange. Yes. Right now, I think that we are acutely aware of that as we travel around and know that people can be sick. So that actually has like a full, a whole new connotation, right? Like when you hear someone breathing, you know, you're like, oh. You're too close. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can hear you breathing, you're too close. <laughs> right? But it also does shed this illusion of our disconnection. Mm. Right. We can't, um, we can't go in a world now that that knowledge of our interconnectedness through the very air that we share yes. is no longer a myth, right? That is become a reality that people can embrace. And so even this new understanding and this new way of doing things, you know, we're connected by the breath. And so learning to control it, to be mindful with it. Yes, I see. Is, it's so more powerful than anything else I think we can be doing. I think that's maybe one of the big lessons in all of this. If we can walk away from this with a fully new understanding of one, our interconnectedness, and then the power of, you know, managing um, the way that we walk in this world, you know. I love that. Well, and and I love that, uh, you know, we, we are going to have to walk into tomorrow differently than we ever have. And the tomorrow, tomorrow and the future tomorrows. Like we're, you know, Sarah and I were talking about this earlier about like, what, what will a conference look like? Mm. Like what will, you know, these large group activities look like? And none of us know, I mean, we're going to have to be navigating it together. And I think that if we, again, are taking care of ourselves, we're learning how to truly, we're learning the art of focus mm. through breathing, through meditation, through 
you know, uh, setting special spaces, sacred spaces for different activities. So our mind doesn't start to wander because it's bored to death of looking at the same thing for 24 hours a day. Like, you know, helping, helping ourselves out with these bits of self-care because this is self-care, right? Self-care. And it is that, uh, you know, how this the strategy of self-care is so important and how it's so incredibly selfless to take care and and learn these techniques you know one of the um one of the well i've got a couple apps so that pomodoro technique that i've talked about i, I mean i've talked about it for years now but it's really coming in handy and i actually found a brand new app on my mm-hmm. iphone because the pomodoro app that i had um actual tomato it's they just haven't updated it mm-hmm for the new OS. And so um, the new one I use is called Focus To Do. It's a focus timer. And you can set it for, you know, I set mine for 25 minutes of focus and then I get five minutes to do something else. And it really, I mean, it's amazing how much you get done in 25 minutes when you focus on one thing. And by one thing, it's like in your email and you're not bouncing around doing anything else. Yes. Doing email. Yeah. (laughs) Like. Oh. time blocking, right? Like that's, that is one of the things that I've started to do in my own calendar because I have alerts that come with my calendar. And one of the ways, the strategies I've been doing is trying to put more things in the calendar, like, you know, email, you know, follow up on social media, you know, and using my calendar as a way to make sure that I am tracking and focused with my effort and my and my day otherwise it's really easy to let the day slip away right now when it's you can get down a rabbit hole really fast um but really making sure that if you're not using a digital calendar or even you know writing down um or planning just taking a few minutes in the morning to plan your day yes and say you know from nine to ten this you know ten to you know will go so so far right now um right well and and consider that right now, maybe you do it in 20 minute increments. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we we were talking when we were in the green room before we went live, you were like, gosh, I don't know if I actually promoted this or not. Like you're, mm-hmm. we're, we're scheduling ourselves back to back right now because we're not, we don't have to walk down a hall. We don't have to get in our car and drive somewhere. Yeah. And again, this is, this is what I've been saying for the last four weeks here in the Seattle area. Yeah. Don't do not let every second of your day get sucked up by work. Yes. Unless that means you're going to do five hours straight of work and that's it. Because well, although if you do eight hours of straight work and you do not take a break, it's not good for you. I know. And I'm totally guilty of that right now. I mean, and not to mention that, but you know, like I work with Rate My Agent and they're in Australia, right? So we have, you know, three different time zones. We've oh got my gosh. Our, yes. our Pacific time zone and then I'm on the East Coast. So you know, trying to figure out like, what is the the day, you know, and not to mention I have, you know, other, other client work, but it's like, how, how do you structure um, the day so that you aren't literally working 20 hours? Um, because I could easily work a 20 hour shift and not um, be complete with my to-do list, you know? So it's, well, yeah. And that's just, it, you, you, you just said it, Molly, our to-do list is never done. Never done. And so we have, I mean, it is, I feel kind of like a broken record right now, but I refuse to stop talking about it because it's a lesson I had to learn after I opened my own practice here at home in 2012. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was working all day and all Mm -hmm. night. There was no separation of work and home. And it, 
it, it took a toll on me. It took a toll on my marriage. It took a toll on my health. Yeah. And, and it was, it's so incredibly important. Give yourself buffers in between the meetings, give yourself the, that's why the, the, the focus apps, the Pomodoro apps are so incredibly important because you're doing your, you're getting a lot done in the day, Yeah. but it's also like mine is, it does a little cockadoodle do, but it's like oh. literally like a little, <laughs> like, that's funny. remind me like, Hey, it's yeah. time to take a break. I have that all the time, but it's actually real chicken. So. Yes. Well, and and so you could use those as triggers to say, okay, I just heard, uh, you know, one of the roosters crowing. When was the last time I got up and stretched? You know, like you can use other triggers. It doesn't have to be an app, but for me, it's an app. And it has really helped train my brain to say, like, I can get a lot done. Yes. A lot done in my day. And so if I focus, then my reward is I have more time to spend time to spend more time with people and doing things and serving others that matter to me yeah. right and and when we love our work it's it's a very fine line hmm. very fine well, line. and i and this is probably true for a lot of people like i'm a worker i mean i'm a worker bee I get great joy out of work. I like to perform and I like to win. And it's kind of a combination that is um, tricky because, you know, it does that, that does feed and fuel me in a lot of ways. Like, you know, but I also have, you know, teenagers and a, a wife and people that also need me. Um, and chickens and goats and yeah, flower and, beds and gardens and, yeah. and that's it, you know, and, and so that, there's a great exercise for everyone. For, for those of you who are listening, who are listening live or listening to the replay, write out all of the things that you, all of the people and all of the activities that you really do want to participate in and serve and share time with mm -hmm. and make sure that they are on your calendar. Make sure that the gardening time is on your calendar. Make sure your walks are on your calendar. It, you don't have to do it forever. Yeah. You can, you build, it takes a while to build a habit though. And it, it doesn't take th two weeks. It doesn't take three weeks. It actually takes 66 days. It takes three, actually 63 days, three sets of 21 days to fully immerse yourself in a new way, in a yeah. new habit. And so putting it on your calendar or you know, you and Stacy kind of tag teaming and, and taking like, all right, so what are the things we're going to do together today? Yeah. And when are we doing those things together? I mean, you can start with something as simple did, as that. Did she pay you to say this? She didn't. I but feel like we've had this conversation. <laughs> yeah, this kind of goes into us. Uh, you know, we, we both we both love uh, Abby and Glennon. Like we we yeah. watch them. I mean, like whenever they come into my feed, it's it's like Instagram and Facebook. They know me because they know who I want to listen to. I and, know. Well, and Stacey and I, like, I, I'm like, like, I'm convinced we're going to be friends someday. And she's like convinced that I'm going to like ruin it by being like overly stalky. So. Yeah, no, see, this is, this is why the two of you are so similar to Glennon and Abby. <laughs> because I'm sure that Abby would say that to Glennon too. Um, and, you know, we've actually been watching her. We've been watching uh, their kind of their, their family, uh, they're like morning, her morning meetings and, and kind of watching her take shoulder a lot that's happening on this planet right now. Right. Because not only did she launch a new book, but she's also got, Oh shoot. I'm rise, rise up. What's the name of her charity? Oh, yeah, the rising. Yeah. yeah the rising. I'm like, I knew it was rising. Yeah. Um, you know, so she's doing a lot for healthcare workers and, and you can see that she's shouldering a lot of this. Right. Yeah. And, and she is probably hearing from Abby. Take a break. Yeah. Well, she's saying that she's reading every single comment. 
And these are heavy. I mean, people are loading, you know, or offloading on her and she's an empath, which means she's absorbing it. Yes. You know? And um, yeah, I mean, I actually, Glennon, if you're listening to this, we need you to take care of yourself. So. Yes. Yes. Well, and I was, I was, I was sharing with you, I feel like I'm kind of in the middle. I'm like the, the creamy feeling. I got a little of both. And so she, where's her Deborah? She I want, actually. I, What's that? I think we should start a petition in the real estate world that Glennon needs her Deborah. So <laughs> like who's who's Glennon's Deborah? Because she does uh, like the thing is is we can't always be that person for our partner, right? Yeah. And well, usually not actually, right? Most of the time, like if Andrew even honestly, I mean not and not I'm not talking about when I'm potentially being dramatic about something, but even if he says like relax, it like literally tenses every muscle in my body. I know. I'm like, I know. Well, because your partner and Stacey's on here. So close your ears, honey. Your partner, that's not the, the role of your partner. Your partner is your, um, is the grit in your tumbler, right? So there's the analogy. If you have ever put, if you've ever polished stones before, right? You have, you could like a, a unpolished stone and then you put tough grit and then you put in finer grit, finer, 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 until finally, after much, much tumbling, you have a beautiful polished stone. Yes. And I believe that your partner is actually the grit. You know, it's a lot of grinding. It's the, you know, the, even while you're cooking, you know, it's the passing by and bumping into each other. It's like, it's grind sometimes. And, but it's making you into the polished stone Yes. And so it's hard. Um, it's hard, hard, hard work. It's not always beautiful and easy, which sometimes I request. Um, but it is <laughs> right. sometimes I request. Well, this has a lot to do with a conversation that you were part of uh, with it on the woman at stage in Vegas. And I think that we should actually talk about this next week. I think we should talk about emotional intelligence. Okay. And and maybe not calling it that specifically, but something around because that. I completely agree with you. Like just the analogy of being in the kitchen together, hmm. at, like we're in now where you're like, <laughs> yeah. Well, and I chew gum. If I'm chewing gum, like I am, I am a hundred percent committed to it, oh and God. like I go for it, and like it drives Stacy nuts. I mean, you would think Stacy, I, I feel you. You would think I would be. I was doing something illegal. Because yes. you are. Maybe she's got misophonia. Maybe she's got a little bit of that. That's a real thing, you know. Stacy, look that up. Misophonia. I, she already did, and she already sent me the link. And she said, "Yeah, it's it is nuts. Chips, nuts, gum. I mean, literally, I had to stop chewing gum myself oh. so that Andrew doesn't chew gum. Like I used to love chewing gum, but I haven't chewed gum in years because." I can't stand the sound of him chewing gum. Oh, wow. I do love a piece of gum and I will go for it. Mm -mm. I, 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 I can't, I, I have nothing to say there, but Stacey, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and here's something really interesting. Cause when you talk about the grit, right? Like it's like the, we, in this time where we are trying to ditch the senseless hustle and find that focus and, and be, be together in the same place while, you know, doing all of the things, having all of the feelings and not hurting each other. Yes. Like we are, right? we are being refined in the fire right now. And we have the ability to either be refined or, or I mean, what would the opposite of refined be? I mean, wrecked, yeah. wrecked or refined people. And I, I love the idea of being refined. It was actually my word a couple of years ago, like yeah. refine me. Oh Lord. Right. Like right now, like I want to be refined like gold. And this is the season for that. It's the season that when I'm trying to focus and I'm not focused, am I snapping? What? 
Or am I taking a minute, doing a cold breath, rolling my tongue? Katali breath, Katali breathing right there. Oh, oh man, that is so funny. Um, I'm yeah. reading right now. So, so Carla messaged me. She texted me, and I was like, "I'm live right now with Molly." So she's here, oh, and she just said, "Glennon freaked out on Abby because she was eating popcorn." <laughs> well, what's not funny about that whole thing is that like Stace is always like one like phone cam away from like public shaming me because she's always like, oh, that everybody needs to see that as like, I pull out my toothbrush that has the stalactite or the thing. And she's like, this is so Glennon. And I'm like, this is really not funny. You know, I don't like, oh that. I don't like how they shame each other. Well, I think they do it in a way that they're, it's kind of, <laughs> are we really going to go there? The, um, we're, we're at 2.30, so um, maybe maybe we won't go deep into it, but that whole, there's the side of when people are on video and they're like being like uber vulnerable right now and they're like letting it all hang out and, you know, they've got eye boogies and, and their hair hasn't been brushed and it's like, man, <laughs> I don't know if that is not for me. I mean, I don't want a messy bun, but I want to be clean. Yeah, I, I always have a messy bun and my hair is wild anyway, so my hair never looks good, but I think the lesson with this is remembering what's going to stick around after this pandemic and what is going to be impermanent, right? I mean, yes. there will be things that are permanently, um, they will create a permanent digital footprint. And do you want your own um, person attached to those things? Um, yeah. You know, for oh you. That's a good conversation too. Maybe we'll talk about that and emotional intelligence next week like just choosing choosing our words choosing what we're doing on social media choosing what we're doing in our homes very wisely right now like we don't just stress about it but i think it's an opportunity again are we refining ourselves are we refining our relationships are we refining ourselves or are we yeah <laughs> are we checking ourselves or are we wrecking ourselves well and does this like fortify our life or does it you know or does it take away from and is this bringing focus or is this clutter and always making sure that we have a mental checklist so that we can decide yay or nay um you know well for those of you who are, are listening uh live for the replay let us know what should we do two different should we do one on emotional intelligence should we do one on check yourself before you wreck yourself <laughs> Yes, exactly. And if we did decide that we love doing Tuesdays at 1.30 Pacific time, uh, 4.30 Eastern time. So we're going to stick with that. We may do a few like special episodes along the way. We really wanted to create some cadence here. And um, so, yeah, let us know. Emotional intelligence first, second. Like we want it to be helpful to you and valuable to you. Uh, let's see. Anything else on my list? Oh, I did have one more app that I wanted to share that I'm yeah. loving right now. And so on our evening walks, we, I don't know about you, but we have like this retention pond about, I don't know, maybe an eighth of a mile, quarter of a mile from us. And the frogs, the cacophony of sounds that are coming. It is amazing. I'm, I will drop the link to the video I took the other night. It is insane how loud they are. But we've been spring has sprung. Yes. Yes, spring has sprung. And I we have I have this app on my iPhone called Night Sky. Mm -hmm. And have you used it before? I have used it. Yeah, it's beautiful. It is the raddest app. So download this when you go out on your evening walks. I, I mean, it really works any time of day, but in the evening, it's super cool. So when you, with your partner or your kids, download it and you just hold the app up anywhere you are and you can see the constellations. Like you actually, it'll show you like, oh, there's Leo. 
oh, there's Taurus. And so you can find your sign, you can find the North Star. And we're like stopping by where all the frogs are just going at it. It's unbelievable. It's like, this is such a beautiful time. This is such, and it's a way to focus on something outside of work. And it's knowledge you'll take with you forever, right? Yes, yes. Amen. I love that. Any last minute? Ah, oh, no, just breathe, people. You know, get out of this shallow stuff, pull it deep, you know? Yeah. Yes. That's that's Deborah's she's she's an excellent student. She's doing Shatali breath the last time. So it makes me happy that you remember. We leave you with that. Yes, it does cools and calms me oh thank you everyone for joining us today we'll see you uh next week if not me sooner but we'll see you next week tuesday 1 30 pacific 4 30 eastern i don't know what it is in australia but we should probably know that since oh i have a little thing on my computer because uh <laughs> no it's real <laughs> I love like, it. I yeah, love it. three time zones we're working on mm. yes bye everyone bye guys love you all thank you for spilling the tea with molly and me today it was our heart's desire to provide a lens for focus, a place to uncover the opportunities that abound, and create a moment to embrace grace and gratitude as we celebrate the beauty that is swirling all around us. To connect with us, head on over to our current collaboration site, moxieonfire.com, and sign up for updates. That's moxieonfire.com. Let's all go forth and lead with love, trust, and faith.